Blog Talk Radio. Way down among Brazilians, coffee beans grow by the billions, so they've got to find those extra cups to fill. They've got an awful lot of coffee in Brazil. You can't get cherry soda Cause they've got to fill that quota And the way things are I'll bet they never will They've got a zillion tons of coffee in Brazil No tea Or tomato juice You'll see No potato juice Cause the planners down in Santa's All say no, no, no the politician's daughter was accused of drinking water and was fined the great big $50 bill. They've got an awful lot of coffee in Brazil. Her perfume was made right on the grill Why they could percolate the ocean in Brazil And when their ham and eggs need savor Coffee ketchup gives them flavor Coffee pickles way outsell the dill Why they put coffee in the coffee in Brazil No tea, no tomato juice You'll see, no potato juice. The planters down in Santa's all say no, no, no. So you add to the local color, serving coffee with a crawler. Duncan doesn't take a lot of skill. They've got an awful lot of coffee, an awful lot of coffee. Man, they got a gang of coffee in Brazil. Everybody, this is Jorianne, the Coffee Psychic, with your Psychic Connection right here at Blog Talk Radio. Um, welcome to another wonderful show. I've got an exciting show. I'm so excited. And um, and again, uh, the Frank Sinatra Coffee Song. I love that song. Johnny B. always had that song going on whenever he'd have me on the show years ago. Anyway, we have a special guest tonight. Um, I can tell you that... About two weeks ago, we there was an amazing conference called MUFON out in Denver, Colorado. I decided to go this year. I honestly, you guys, I have been waiting so long to go to participate in this amazing um, conference, this wonderful uh, organization that's really out here to educate the people, the public, on UFOs, you know. Are they real? And, you know, according to my research, at least 65% of Americans alone definitely believe in aliens. Now, we have a wonderful guest tonight. Um, She is a field investigator for MUFON. And um, her name is Becky Cantu. Becky's going to be joining us in just a moment. Um, I wanted to invite you all to call in if you have had any sightings of any UFOs, if you have had any what people would consider abductions. I I personally have had a couple of experiences, but I didn't know if they were really considered abductions or not or whatever, and I don't mind sharing that tonight when I talk with Becky and stuff Um, and sharing that with you guys. I, I mean, I just didn't know. So if you guys have had any weird dreams where you're having aliens coming into your dreams, coming into your bedrooms, what have you experienced? Have you experienced anything? Have you just wondered? So 
So tonight Becky is coming on. She's going to share with us her experiences, uh, what had her going to MUFON. Um, so let's just let's just have Becky join us right now. And again, please don't don't be concerned about any questions you can be asking. There's no crazy questions. The number to call in is three four seven six three three nine four zero four. Again, the number is three four seven six three three nine four zero four. All right, let's see. Welcome Becky to the show. Becky, can you hear me? Uh, Hi. Becky, can you hear me? Hello? Yes, there you are. Yes. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, Hey, welcome to the show. Thank you. Um, I... uh, have been an investigator, oh, uh, close to four years, um, and I attending the MUFON meetings and heard some far-out stuff. And so I decided, well, I have to take a, a test, study this book. And so I did that and became an investigator. So MUFON.com, you know, has a website and in there if you have seen what doesn't look like a plane or a balloon or maybe a meteor if it's acting kind of you know weird uh, doesn't have any uh, like airplane lights they're usually red and green and they twinkle uh-huh. uh, okay and especially if it moves very, very fast and it then yeah. disappears. Those are more indicators of an unidentified flying object, which is another name for UFO. So Well let we, me let me uh, let me tell you uh-huh. let me tell you that the thing that I experienced years ago with my, my um my first husband, we were driving down some back roads in Michigan and we were heading toward his grandmother's house because that's where we were staying when we were visiting. And these roads were completely lined with trees. And when we we were just driving and suddenly I'm looking out the passenger seat and I'm telling you, Becky, these lights are coming down from above the tall sky you know, the they were really tall trees. And these lights mm-hmm. were starting to come down, they were getting closer and closer. And you know, when things like this are happening, your brain is just going to forty. It's like, wait a minute, I'm trying to make sense of this. All I kept thinking was an airplane's going to hit us, an airplane's going to hit us. And I don't remember if there was sound. I thought there was, but I don't remember about the sound part. But what I do remember was I was getting ready to brace myself in the car as I was talking to my husband. And um, and then suddenly, you know, the lights were getting brighter and brighter, and then everything just immediately and everything disappeared. Oh. And I just remember it being so dark and so right. quiet. And I was going like, wait a minute, what just happened? Do so you remember was, when it went dark? Do you remember hearing any birds or any noise no, at all? No, it was complete. No, what I remember when it went dark was it was complete dead silence. Okay. Like, and that's to me, if I'm, in the, if I'm in the forest, mm-hmm. I would normally be hearing stuff. Right. But I don't remember anything else. I don't remember like we didn't. I don't remember getting out. I don't remember any time lost because at that time I was a very young, you know, young wife. We were a young married couple. And I wouldn't have known if there was any time lost or anything. And I just remember it being dead silent, and that was it. And it was like, wow, that was really weird what just happened. So that was like my earliest experience that I had. When you stopped, did you physically move or did the car move? In other words, was it still stationary where you saw the lights or had the the car been moved by any chance that you can recall? No, can't recall. And and what's funny is that I'm also a hypnotherapist and I, I do more of my psychic work all the time. 
So uh, I put my hypnosis on the back burner. But I know that would be one of the fun things for me to do is to find um, another fellow hypnotherapist and go back to that time and Mm -hmm. see if I could see if there's anything that I could remember that I missed or, or whatever. And that's what I think is really great for all of our listeners too, because, you know, I do want to ask you how you even got into this field, but, uh, you know, the thing for some of these people like me, I, I also told you about another experience that I had and both you and another person said, wow, that, that does sound like an abduction. I have thought that maybe, you know, the aliens are supposed to be lifting your physical body up in the air. I don't know. I don't know how the whole thing works, but you you guys do. And MUFON, this is 50 years that MUFON's been in effect, right, helping people? Yes, yes. Since 1969. Okay, okay. So I want to ask you personally – Becky, now we got to meet each other. I think you're just simply wonderful. And um, and thank you for being in this field because people really do need to be educated on some of this stuff. You know, I, I personally, and I've thought about this for years and years and years, I cannot imagine that we are the only beings that God created in the universe. It just doesn't Correct. make sense to me. <laughs> it, just, it just doesn't. Right. And, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, so what, um, so what had you did in this? What what had you felt um, like you woke up as a five year old? I mean, what happened when you were that you said this is for me? I've never seen anything like that or felt anything, um, mm-hmm. but I had heard that the valedictorian from my high school the prior year had was driving in the remote area going back to college mm-hmm. on a Sunday night mm-hmm. and I knew him personally and yeah. as he was driving all of a sudden they said he saw an actual UFO out in the middle of nowhere and wow. that's all I heard so for mm-hmm. him to tell people he saw it I believe that he did see it and wow. so I had just moved to, to Denver and I didn't know anybody and I wanted to be involved uh, with, you know, an organization or to do something as a hobby because I'm retired. So yeah. I saw where Colorado MUFON was having a meeting, so I attended that meeting. And I had just come back from AlienCon in Pasadena, California, where wow. astrophysicists and the Egyptian um, Rari or Kari uh, he's one of the wow. leading world's uh, Egyptian uh, Egyptian um, authorities, scientists. Yes. Wow. And um, Travis Taylor, which now comes out on Skinwalker Ranch, uh, yes. Giorgio Tussola, that comes out on the Ancient Aliens uh, for years, and David Duchovny was also a special guest star. So wow. I had gone to that symposium three days and there were like three or four thousand people worldwide and so when I went to the Colorado MUFON they said well introduce yourself and blah 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 and I said well I was at AlienCon they started laughing because <laughs> it's like oh no ah, those guys <laughs> like hey so funny. we had some well-known people there <laughs> I paid a hundred dollars to take a picture with David Duchovny. He's a movie star. <laughs> wow! Wow! That's fun. <laughs> so they they kind of laughed at me. He said, "No, we're the real people here. You know, we're the real investigators." And blah blah blah. Yeah. And so yeah. then they were giving the spill. You know, uh, we need more investigators. And uh, I was one of the first ones to come along in a long time. They just not wow. had not recruited anybody in several years so yeah um once i took my test and you have to make an 80 or above (laughs) Mm -hmm. there's a hundred questions but open book but um so i joined and then i had to do more uh online training and Mm -hmm. they said okay here's your first case 
And sure enough, it's just like you call in and say, I was outside in my backyard day or night, and I saw this object, and all of a sudden it just disappeared. And mm-hmm. so they take your information down. It goes into the database. At that point, okay. the database, you know, for Colorado, uh, our state director pulls the case, and he gives it. He gave it to me. And so mm-hmm. they gave us an idea to check the weather, check for weather balloons, check for to see if it was a plane through flight radar, and so wow. forth. So we do a lot of uh, background. We check the, the news. We check uh, other databases to see if anybody saw anything similar on the same night or within the week. Sometimes okay. uh, I've discovered that one will see a UFO in the state of Illinois, but two or three hours before, it was over uh, in Michigan. And I had a wow. case like that. So within two hours, it had gone from one state to the other, the same identical craft. So wow. that gives more credence that what they saw was real. And it wasn't like yeah. a weather balloon or a satellite. We have places where we can check to see all the Starlink satellites and all Russian satellites, you name it. So it, yeah. it's some digging, yeah. And then we yeah. call the yeah. witness and interview the witness. So that's real important. Um, you'll get okay. a phone call from, from us, and we'll ask you all, uh, was the was the night clear or was it cloudy? And sometimes they'll forget, and they don't put that in yeah. the report. So that's very important, you know, because sometimes come? objects hide behind the clouds, and you think it disappeared, oh. but it's really hiding behind the cloud, you know. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. So okay. we have to try and debunk it. And yeah, I'd say maybe ninety. Five percent of my cases were either weather balloons, satellites, planets. Sometimes it's the planet Venus or whoever is in that area. Um, okay. Uh, it could be mylar balloons as well. Uh, okay. Different things, you know, because once it's up in the air, you can't see it very clearly. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So even the mylar balloons. They're kind of metallic, so they yes. sparkle, especially if the sun's hitting them. And it's like, mm-hmm. oh, my goodness. And then if the wind comes and takes it, it's moving pretty fast. So yeah. I've got several videos where I can see where it's a balloon, and it's way up there, way up there. Wow. So, um, wow. so more than likely, it's going to be something man-made, Okay. But the U.S. itself, I was told, we have some of our own UFOs as well that because of the Roswell uh, landing, we tried to copy that. And so we have, yes, a reverse engineering. Well, you know, talking about the Roswell case, though, Becky, Mm -hmm. that was one of the things that really started this stuff out when, um, my understanding is, you know, you've got the things that are the government cover-ups, the conspiracy theorism thing, Correct. things. And at, at MUFON, there were such amazing speakers. And, you know, I can see a lot of people being upset as to why would the government hide this stuff. And I know that we literally have a, um, a congressman that is completely behind uh, having full disclosure about um, any any kind of um, documents or anything that the government may have on Roswell or any of the other alien um, sightings or whatever, or experiences, crashes, uh, whatever. Anyway, I think that's amazing, and I think one of the things that somebody pointed out at the conference was why would the government want to cover up all of this, you know, if this is real? I personally believe it is, mm-hmm. the aliens are positively... And one of the gentlemen so mm-hmm. eloquently had brought out, I think it was back in 1952, Orson Welles' radio show, The War of the Worlds. Correct. And how the, how the world, 
not just our United States. People were panicking left and right. Oh, my God, they were running outside to see, I don't know if it was in New York or where it was, but waiting for us to get, what is it, bombed or something from these alien right. spaceships. Can you talk right. about that real quick? Um, what, from what I understand was that the Roswell incident happened. There was a crash. It was a UFO. And there were, I believe, four to five little aliens on there. One of them was alive. So that first newspaper said Flying Saucer, Roswell. And then the government came in and they said, "Uh uh-uh, we need to cover this up. The country's not ready to understand this. That's it. The country's not ready because they saw what happened with Orson Welles' radio show. Yes, yes. And they didn't want to cause hysteria. So yes. that's why they came up with the, the, the balloon. It was a weather balloon. And that was, mm-hmm. that they stuck to that. So from what I understand, uh, they took the bodies in the middle of the night and took them to different bases all over. And I think oh. one of them was <clears throat> Fort Worth, Texas. And um, like I said, there was one that was dead. Well, Okay. They wanted to keep that hush-hush, of course, and they took them to this, like, big warehouse on the base, Mm -hmm. and only certain people were allowed in that area. But it seems like the the regular public that was, you know, on hand, they kind of, like, had accidents after the fact so Mm -hmm. that they couldn't tell what they had seen. As far as oh, the military, no. yeah, they they told them you so they can kind never. So they had wink wink accidents. Uh yeah yeah. Oh uh, my goodness! I think one of them was a nurse. Yeah, and okay, her well. brakes failed or something. Yeah, and so they <gasps> uh, they and now some of those colonels and maybe even just you know regular soldiers now on their deathbeds. They're coming forward saying, oh, no, I was there. You know, I saw the body, yes. you know, and I, and I heard that the, the one that was alive, they took him over here. They did the autopsies, you know, mm-hmm. and so those people, you know, they were real afraid for them to, to tell the world, oh, they're either three or four feet tall. I mean, funny looking, um, yeah. just totally weird. And so the government tried to keep it quiet. And that's why it was just like nothing really happened, y'all, nothing. So Nothing happened, yep. Just get on with your day. Don't worry, you don't have to be afraid. At the same time, there was another landing in, I believe, 1952. And that, I think, was Hmm. in New Mexico. And I've seen the actual black and white video where Eisenhower is walking and the little aliens are, are walking with him, the grays. You know, you you said that to me, and I've got to tell you, years ago I used to go to the Mid-America Hypnosis Conference. I, as, again, being a hypnotherapist, I loved this <laughs> conference. I went, for, I went for so many years. We had a gentleman by the name of, um, you know, the gentleman that made the Lear Jets. His son, mm-hmm. I think it was John Lear, so his son mm-hmm. would come in. He was a pilot, and mm-hmm. he told us he was in the military. He goes, I don't have to lie to you guys. He goes, I've been in the military for a long time, um, and he would, uh, he, would, he would be seeing things. And mm-hmm. he also went, I can't remember if he went to Roswell or where he went, but he went to a location where they said that they were uh, hiding a lot of the spaceships, I was very, very protected, so a lot of people couldn't get in there, but he said he saw them, and I remember this. I probably still have the cassettes upstairs in my room from this uh, conference, and he saw them flying or trying to fly some of Mm -hmm. um, the spaceships, the spacecraft, Mm -hmm. and, Mm -hmm. um, and it was just fascinating to hear him talk about his experience, but he said that he knew a gentleman. He did not see 
the same thing that you saw. He knew a man that mm-hmm. was on the base at the same time President Eisenhower was walking and talking with the aliens himself. So you saw the picture, oh, yeah. and he's got mm-hmm. a friend that's, uh, that said, I was there, and I saw it. It did happen, yes. Well, it was a, a little video, a black-and-white video wow. that somebody took. Wow. And it was his back that was walking, and the little aliens were walking with him. But um, wow. what happened is they did a treaty, and mm-hmm. it wasn't really to our benefit. But one okay. of the, the, the guidelines that they set was that the public would not be told that they were visiting. They didn't want the public to know. The aliens, that was their request. In, re, okay. in return for technology from them. And therefore, we are where we are because we got technology from them. Yes, and I, I completely believe that. I mean, yeah, how can but, we advance as much as we have advanced? No, we couldn't. But in return... They abducted people. Now, now that now that is what you've heard, right? That's what I was told at the meeting. Wow. Wow. Mhm. So, so yeah, so that really is a little on the scary side. Oh yes, very scary. Because yeah, I was just told not too long ago that instead of taking so many people, they've taken more. And wow. they didn't keep their part of the of the bargain. They've exceeded yes. the number, yeah. And so when wow. the president, uh, Clinton, um, Clinton, maybe I've seen the actual letter of President mm-hmm. Clinton asking to get more information uh, as far as UFOs, and he was denied. Because he's a term wow. official, uh, whereas Bush Sr., because he was with the CIA, he knew mm-hmm. what was going on, but not Clinton and uh, Carter as well. They, they, they were all denied. Uh, you, you're not long enough in the presidency to know enough because you could be gone in four years. So why are we going to share yeah. this information? Yeah. Oh, I got so that. from what I, I understand, that. Uh-huh, uh, that particular craft is over in Area 51. I saw oh, a picture of it. Oh, that's probably the place, Area 51, yep. Yeah. Yep, yep. Yeah. I and remember so during that, part of the conference that they had President mm-hmm. Reagan saying something uh-huh. about, and this was to um, to all of the countries, wouldn't it be amazing, and these are not, you know, it's not verbatim, but... Um, wouldn't it be amazing if we could, if we all needed to come together as an mm-hmm. entire world, I, right. just in case there were any outside forces, other alien outside forces and things like that. I remember them saying that. I also remember yeah. hearing, and I don't know if you know this part or not, I remember hearing President Trump saying something about other worlds. Or something like oh, yeah. that in a, a in a speech that he had been giving, and it was like, what'd you just say? Because he's trying to disclose at the same time, but not, you know, it wasn't the right time. So yeah. the aliens yeah, yeah. have been here, from what I understand, way back, billions of years yeah. ago, because our planet is one of the youngest. So when they found out, hey, let's go check that place out. It's like a new resort. You want to go, yes. you hear like, hey, that resort, I hear there's gold, there's this, there's diamonds, there's silver, oh, all kinds yeah, of yeah, yeah. So they started coming from all the other galaxies. And we were like yeah. a tourist place. But what happened, wow. the good ones came, but so did the bad ones. And wow. from what I understand and some of my research, the Anunnaki, they had the humans as slaves, and they were mining I heard gold. that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, I heard they that. Had those, Anunnaki, yeah. And 
the ant people too, and I believe there's still some of those caves that the ant people left. I believe it's New Mexico. I've seen pictures of it where Mm -hmm. um, they had the humans as, as slaves as well. But this is, like I said, going way back in time. And wow. so, yeah, uh, they, they... You know, it's, it's interesting because mm-hmm. do you remember the Nephilim from the Bible? Yes. The giants? Yes. Mm-hmm. The giant race from the Bible? They weren't like the rest of us. They were Nephilims. They were no. giants. No. Right. And it, what was interesting was they said at one point they just vanished off the planet. So that was weird. But I don't know if it was that... If you know, because if you're being a scientist, you'd be thinking, well, maybe they just died. Maybe their race died or whatever. They died with the flood. Ah, but they did find their bones. They have found the bones of the Nephilim. And they're still finding bones. I think they found some in Iran or Turkey. Yeah. And actually, I just saw a picture the other day where, uh, I think it's Italy, there's these huge, tall doors the man looks like he's an inch tall compared to those big doors that they were using wow. those big doors to um, for his protection from whoever. But but the writer was saying, well, if you have to open the door, how are you going to open it? <laughs> the ladder was way high up, <laughs> like thirty feet up in the air. <laughs> now that's like, interesting. Though, never, isn't that? uh, they were they were from the sixteen hundreds. Those particular doors, wow. so they they discovered them. So and there's lash. so much that we don't know. High. How's that possible? Yeah, there there's there's and who built them? Yes, and if that yeah. goes back to that question about the um about the pyramids, who oh, yeah. built yeah. the yeah. pyramids and, and why? So I was gonna say there's I've got some books and I can give you the names and the uh, authors, and they're all yes. different. Uh, but the one that I would start off, if you want to do any type of research, is the first one that I got as an investigator, and it's got colored pictures, which I like. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> Me too. It's called the, <laughs> the Total Novices Guide to UFOs, and it's oh, the Total not- Novices. Guide to UFOs. Beautiful. Okay. And the author is T, capital T, then dot, capital L, dot, Keller, K-E-L-L-E-R. And it has the Roswell incident and all the more important incidents in there. And it shows actual pictures of the particular crafts because they're all different. And then towards the back is like a little appendix of different aliens, okay? And the reptilians are there, the grays are there, and it shows pictures, and it it describes, um, let's see, I'm I'm, I'm browsing through it right now. And these are according to witness testimony uh, that have, were put into hypnosis, and they, they drew the pictures. So it's like made up, you know. Uh, the so Nordic, Becky, I'd have to, huh? I'd have to find your book because I, I shared my experience with you, my other experience with you, and I, I've had a couple more. Oh, yeah. But the other, the experience that I had was, and I'm going to share it with you again here. Sure. Um, I was taking a class downtown in Chicago with my one friend Larry, and we had a lunch break, so we went down and sat in a restaurant. And I'm, I always, I'm always concerned if I'm describing it uh, auditorily clearly enough for people to see. But, you know, when you're sitting facing the door where people, where people come in and out, I was facing toward the door. But there was the cement wall, then there was a big window, then there was a pillar, a big window, then a pillar, and another window in the back of the restaurant. And for some reason, I was in a position enough, so I wasn't facing directly the door, but I was in a position enough where I was seeing the windows and the door. And um, and I literally saw, you know, it's just people watching, and I saw these people going by the windows, and I noticed this one guy with a brown suit, 
and he had a brown suitcase, and he had facial hair. I mean, I'll never forget the guy. And then he passed the pillar, and then all of a sudden he literally, and I, I don't know, to me it looked like he had the head of a fish. I mean, it was all scaly, and it was all, mm-hmm. it was like, oh, my God, that's really weird. And I started to, um, how can I say it, um, have I don't know, like a little slight panic attack. <laughs> My adrenaline was going. I'm going like, oh, my God, what the heck am I seeing here? Then he passes the pillar through another window, and then he's a normal human being again. I was going like, I'm like, wow, that was pretty weird, but I'm I'm pretty sure I just saw an alien. And then to make matters worse, he actually walked into the restaurant and started heading my way. And I'm telling you, inside my head, I was freaking out. And... And it was like, oh, my God, please don't come up to me. Please don't come up to me. And then he right. literally walked right past me, you know, close mm-hmm. enough where I could have touched his briefcase. Oh, gosh. Yeah. And, and again, so I shared that with you. So I don't know. And there's a second half to the story. But I don't know if that sounds like any of the, you know, aliens that other people have seen. I'm lucky because I'm psychic. So... I've gotten to see weird things like that, um, right. but for sure, that man was not one of us. Right, he right. Was, he, he was not a human being. And then, and then, of course, I'm just going to share the rest of the story real quick. That week alone, I had been in, um, I was waking up from, like I was in a dream. I wasn't waking up yet. I was in a dream, and it was completely so white. I was just noticing it's like God. It's so it's so like bright white in here, and and it was around room. And the reason I knew it was around room was because my two kids were sitting on the floor begrudgingly, like they didn't want to be there. But as I'm looking at them, I felt like they were there to make me feel safe. Yeah. And I remember hearing a voice because I just would not pass out because I was kind of going. Like, I was in the space of like what's going on here. And I heard a voice behind me coming in saying, either either above me or behind me, this one never passes out. <laughs> and then I remember waking up, and mm-hmm. I remember kind of being like I'm starting to get kind of angry. And I started thinking, so that's how they do it. Like, so that's how the aliens abduct people. Sure. Yeah. And And then as I'm thinking about this, I now... I'm seeing an alien spaceship above my head in the sky, and I I know it was the one that when I go to the Monroe Institute called the uh, Excalibur, like a mother ship, that when I used to go there for astral projection work, that people would say the Excalibur spaceship was above their, the mountain. And so I looked at that, and I was going like, well, that's kind of weird. Why am I seeing that? And then I looked down, and I see a whole different neighborhood, and I'm going like, well, that's weird. What am I seeing here now? And then I started really waking up. So I now right. I'm realizing a dream in a dream. I'm right. waking up from the real dream. And then I go to get up to walk down the stairs. And, and I forgot to mention that I'd had trouble with my knee. And I had trouble with my left knee to the point where I thought I might have to have surgery of some sort because it would come and go. Mm-hmm. And I thought for sure it's like, oh, God. I pray to God my, my knee is going to be okay. And when I got up to go downstairs, my leg buckled underneath me from intense pain. And this was on the knee that was uh, already hurt, and I was going like, oh, my God, like, like what did I do? And it literally took three days, and all of a sudden my knee has never had a problem since. Mm-hmm. And the only thing I can honestly think of, and I don't know if you heard of that, of the aliens doing healings on people, but I really do yeah. believe that's yeah. what happened. That's what I believe. I've heard I've heard that uh, where people had tumors, and they were taken up into the spaceship, and they came back, and the doctors like, where did the tumor go? Wow. But those particular people have been abducted. Uh, one witness wow. that. I've dealt with. Um, they do all kinds of things to him, and they he's 
sent me pictures with, you know, these marks on his arms, his thighs, his forearms. Uh, and he can literally see them when they're walking out, uh, outside his house. And then he can see wow. them coming through the wall. Um, so they, he's so tired of it. I, I hear witnesses tell me, oh, I really wish they would abduct me. And I, and I tell them, no, you do not want that. Don't say because that. <laughs> I talk to the witnesses that have been terrorized, and they are never yes. the same. And this particular gentleman, now his daughter is being abducted, and then now his granddaughter as well. And I had heard wow. that at Alien Con. We, we, there was one session where there were like a 1,000 people in that room, and uh, mm-hmm. they asked, how many of you have been abducted? And all these hands went up because, I, like I said, these people were there from all over the world. And so they had mm-hmm. put a microphone and said, we can only talk to a few of you because we're running out of time. So there was mm-hmm. a long line to go and say what they wanted to say. And there was an older gentleman. He said, I've been abducted. My son's been abducted. Now my seven-year-old grandson is being abducted. And they asked him, well, why do you think that? He said, because they're studying the blood and the DNA from generation wow. to generation. Yeah. Well, yeah and that's so what they're that doing. Makes sense. So, mm-hmm. Becky, even with yeah. what I experienced, because, you know, again, I woke up from the one I was still in the dream, and I was kind of getting mad. The second dream I woke up, and I was even getting madder. And I was going like, wow, this is really messed up. And then, of course, my knee, you know, my leg went out from underneath me. Right. And I'm I'm grateful, honestly. But in my, in my um, preconceived ideas, which I don't know anything about this, you know, you just, you just hear stuff, and is it possible and stuff. I thought they would pick up people in their whole bodies and stuff. So it kind of sounds like... In your particular case, probably the best thing to do is to go under a hypnotherapist and find out for sure uh, what happened to you. And then probably, because what they do is like Travis Walton says, they, they did something to my brain so that I wouldn't remember. And yes. one of my other witnesses told me the same thing. She says, Becky, I cannot remember, but now that I've, I'm seeing this object up in the sky, things are coming back. And sure enough, yes. I said, just start thinking about it. And so bits and pieces started coming back so that she could yes. remember. She ha- was laying on the table, and the little gray was right there at the foot of her table. Uh, where wow. she was in the spaceship. So, wow. you know, if you know, you I want to mention, know. I want to mention too. Mm-hmm. You remember the one gentleman, uh, Tom T H O M Reed? I don't think I heard him because I was out doing hosting. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yes. Well, what was fascinating about Tom, and, I, and I'm hoping uh, Tom can come on and tell us his story too. He. Mm-hmm. Even though there's been so much, um, how can I say it, secrecy around here because the government's worried that people can't handle the fact if there were da- aliens or not. Uh, I personally believe they're among us, to be honest with you. But he is the one completely documented case where there were so many uh, witnesses that they saw these aliens and how his mother and his grandmother were taken up in the spaceship. They did work on him. They did work on them. And then when they did finally bring them back down, the mother was no longer at the steering wheel, but the grandmother was. And I don't remember if they ended up uh, saying that they finally, after a couple of years, went through, you know, hypnosis just like Betty and Bernie Hill did, Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. the couple that was uh, uh, taken up from the spaceship. So, um, yeah, so, I mean, that that was amazing because you've got, I think it's the governor or whoever it is that documented, they actually put a plaque in the neighborhood where they had somebody abducted by a UFO. That was amazing also. Well, what happens is you just don't know who is doing the abducting. Like I said, there's good ones and there's bad ones. 
Yeah. So from what I understand, the ones from Rock, uh, Roswell, as we were told at the at that meeting, it's our our like our forefathers in the future. Yeah. And they had come back to study the women's uh, reproductive organ because they can't have babies in the future. And that was their main uh, part of their expedition is to come and abduct and trying to dissect, trying to figure out why they could not produce any more babies. And that's what so, I was So told. are they saying some of the aliens are actually people that are us from the future that have evolved and they've come back yes, to study? Yes, that, that particular, the ones from Roswell, that's what I was told, that it was wow. our, like our forefathers from the future. Um, okay. They had a, a certain name, uh, 5B or something, 50, whatever. There's all kinds of names. I mean, but like I said. Wow, I never would have thought would about only, that. What, what, he would only release little tidbits here and there. So we uh-huh. never knew where he used to work before. He wouldn't tell us where he used to work. But he's the one okay. that had pictures of Area 51. He had pictures of S4. And you just don't get those pictures off the Internet, okay? You no. just don't. Not, not pictures you know, that if, are inside. If, if people... Um, you know, I do have a caller here that wants to uh, call and ask. I don't know if they want to ask a question to you or not, but I hope so. Uh, if people want to discover more about MUFON, if they want to become a field investigator because they also are committed to this, you know, this area yeah. of, of interest, what should they do? Okay, each respective state, like Colorado has, the state of Colorado's MUFON chapter. So uh, Maryland, New York, California, just about all the, the states do. There's a few that do not have, like, a, a person heading up the group, but okay. um, they can still try and, and go on MUFON.com to check to see where the, you know, it depends on what, what state they're in. But... Okay. I think about maybe 35 or 40 do have a chapter. And, and like Texas is so big, I think they have three or four chapters, you know, because wow. it's so spread out. California as well. Um, so that they have to contact the state director for that state. Okay. And then the state director, you know, you have to become a member of, of that state chapter and then also of MUFON International because when you take the test it's through the MUFON University <laughs> so you okay. have to go online and pay to take the test and yes. uh, and so forth and then whoever's in charge will tell you okay once you pass the test you still have to take some classes on astronomy and um, wow! Different things. So oh, there's yeah. a lot involved, and it sounds like it's very scientific. Well, I mean, the the book itself. I I went and got a you know I had taken trigonometry in in high school and college, but sure enough, there were some equations on in the book, but those are not necessarily going to be on the test. It's an open book test, yeah. but they want you to yeah. understand because if the witness comes over and he says. Well, I saw the object 30 degrees. Well, you got to know what where 30 degrees is, okay? Oh, God. Or, well, you or know, this or that. i got to tell you, it sounds mm-hmm. a lot like uh, I'm also a paranormal investigator, and I haven't done that for a while, but when we go in to do an investigation on a house, if it's a haunted house, uh-huh. we uh-huh. have to, you know, you want to know, are they hearing a hum from down the street mm-hmm. from a building mm-hmm. that's causing mm-hmm. some reverberation or causing some disturbance in the Correct. home. So it's not Correct. a spirit. You know, it's it's right. not a ghost. It's you know, a so you're trying to, like you say, yeah. you're trying to debunk it mm-hmm. to really right. get down to the real right. meat and potatoes about what's really going on here. Correct. Uh-huh. And so, and there's hoaxes. <laughs> People come up and, oh, I saw this and that, and they're just taking our time because, 
Yeah, they file the report, and then you go in, and, and you can't even reach them. Or like one lady, she gave me an erroneous email. I was never able to contact her. But she's like okay. all of a sudden didn't want to talk. And so you run into those problems, those type of people, you know, and some okay. just want attention, and they yeah. file all kinds yeah. of reports. Of so it mm-hmm. bogs us down. <laughs> so, um, so you have all kinds. But there, there have been, I can honestly say, I have investigated five cases where I truly believe that was a UFO. So, wow. um, but they're, they're not very common. Um, yeah. Most of the time when those do appear, it's usually in a remote area. Okay. Because they, they try to hide. And yeah. so they don't want everybody to see them because they're on a mission and yeah. they're trying to do their mission without being seen unless they're trying to abduct somebody, then yeah, you're going to see it, you know, and some other people may see it too. But most of the time, uh, I think they just said the other day, Washington state has the most sightings per capita, wow. even though California has more actual sightings overall because they all what about have... do you remember the one do you remember i don't remember it was 1962 when the white house oh, had yeah. Yeah. had yeah. a slew of ufos oh yeah flying so over the white house and so did la you know so did those it? two you know were everybody saw them but yeah they said oh no there was nothing up in the air you know they know, discredited everything that's hysterical. But, but what, what you, know, you let, also let me, see... Let me do this real quick, uh-huh. Becky. Let me go ahead and see. Okay. Um, let me grab this caller. Sure. Uh, go and ahead. see if they want to ask you a question. Okay. Hey. Uh, well, hi, caller. Simpson. Who is this? Where are you calling from? Oh, it's Tim from New York. I actually do not have a question. I'm just fascinated listening to all the UFO stuff. Okay. Thank you. Well, <laughs> thanks for calling in. Did you want to ask Becky anything or? Uh, uh, no, I'm fine, thank you. You know, I'm just uh, tuned in and uh, taking notes. Well, thank you so much. And so I'll put you, you back on, on hold, and thank you for calling up, and glad to have you join the show. Um, so, so Becky, uh, because, mm-hmm. um, because we have this gentleman here, what other books? Can he find, because you've got the one, you know, you've got the place and you I went to, a, Alien Con. That, that I've been studying, and I haven't gone too far because I've been busy, but it's called yes. the Extraterrestrial Species Almanac. The Extraterrestrial. Yes, yeah, one word, Extraterrestrial Species Almanac. And it's the ultimate guide to the greys, the reptilians, the hybrids, and the Nordics. And it's written Beautiful. by Craig, Craig, C-R-A-I-G. Okay. I don't know how to pronounce it, but capital C-A-M-P-O-B-A-S-S-O. And it literally Cambodia? has one chapter for each race. And it oh, has my God, I think I'm going to want to get that. Oh, for sure. Like the very first you know, one that I'm, I was reading is yeah. called the, uh, I'll give you an example, uh, the human extraterrestrial uh, races, the Agarthan uh, are interior earth inhabitants. I'm just reading what it's saying. I yeah. don't necessarily understand, but. They are a highly advanced society compri- comprised of ancient Lemurians and Atlanteans that went underground yes! for warring. <laughs> for war- I, mean, I was just going to say uh, something. I got to say it. Go ahead. Okay. For warn of the destruction of their surface civilizations, and they chose to isolate and evolve in tranquility and peace. So it gives you the characteristics. Uh, their belief system, uh, their cosmic agenda, their technology, 
and it shows a picture of them. And so this almanac is is fantastic. It just goes from one from A to zip, the Zeti reticuli, you know, all the way to the end. <clears throat> so well, I want to tell you, you that the one thing I was going to mention to you was that when they were in, when they were asking a lot of people. Um, where do you think, if the aliens are on the planet here with us, where do you think that they are? And do you know how many people said that they believe they're underwater? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, and that's what like I was going to say. California, underwater so they can exist there, yep. California has a lot of reports. And the USOs, they just, like, I've seen all these documentaries, and the fishing boat is out there and then all of a sudden the water gurgles and there it shoots up and goes into the space and they interviewed the fisherman uh, in Spanish and he said oh yeah my grandfather saw those and my great-grandfather I've seen him ah we see him all the time no wow. biggie wow wow <laughs> so, wow but that's, there's, that's, it's along that's, Catalina Island in that area especially okay so they get a lot of reports on USOs. Well, I think I'd love to do the hypnosis again and and go back and see, yeah. you know, what yeah. that experience was that I had with my husband. And also, you know, maybe one. my body was lifted up out of that dream. Oh, yeah. You know, for the yeah. people but, that are out there, if they think that they're having a, a dream experience like I felt that I had, uh, a couple of people have already told me that they thought that that was an abduction now. Um, mm-hmm. And... And, I mean, I don't know, but under hypnosis, I know as a hypnotherapist, you can really pull up a lot of really great information. And um, so even if people think, because even in one of the cases, Uh say it again? They can report that on MUFON. Yes, and they can report anything, right, whether it's a dream or I thought I saw an alien coming into my bedroom through a window. I mean, they should report it. And we, we interview them. And it, even if it happened in 1973, for historical yes. basis, it goes in our database. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Yeah, mine was yeah. 1972. Oh, yeah. <laughs> because would you believe, That's I mean, there's other people that have followed. Yeah, um, the gentleman that was there with the doctor from the um, – the Arizona sighting, he, his database, I use his database. So if you tell wow. me you saw an object on October the 5th, 19, or I mean 2021, I go into his database and I search for the month of October in that respective city or nearby just to see if anybody else called it in. And lots of times I'll hit one really, really similar. And then I use that wow. in my case, in my investigation, yes. to say, hey, yes. somebody else saw something similar two days later, you know? So wow. It's, wow. You know, it's very helpful. Yeah. Hey, but Becky, I've so I'm going to tell you, I cannot believe that almost an entire hour has flown by and oh, we yeah. are at the it, it, yes. <laughs> I just I want to thank you so much for joining us on the show sure. tonight, and thank you for taking your time out. Um, I know this is a, a big part of your life. I thought the MUFON conference was amazing. I don't think I'll miss another one again. Um, yeah. Just the information, you know, uh, there have been some people that were uh, abductees. Uh, it was fascinating. Mm-hmm. So, again, MUFON.com, right? They can go to MUFON.com, yeah. find their yes. state, if they've got a report, mm-hmm. if they feel like they've been abducted, or if they just want to become a field they, investigator. They can they... And, and whether there's a state director or not, the report goes on file, and somebody okay. will, will shout to them, yes. Okay, beautiful, beautiful. Mm-hmm. Well, again, I want to thank you so much for joining the show, and thank you for everyone that's been listening in. Um, we hope you have a wonderful, wonderful day, and always keep your eyes on the skies, everybody. So this is Jorianne, the Coffee Psychic, with your psychic connection right here at Blog Talk Radio. Good night, everybody, and thanks again, Becky. Well, you're welcome. Good night. Okay. All right, good night.
Bye. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.